0: If you were born between 1969 and 1984, you are a part of the 65 million Gen Xers. And you've just found your new family. Welcome to the Carolina Underground. Gen X perspectives on rapidly changing technology, history, media, politics. How they come together and influence every aspect of daily life. The world we were raised in has ceased to to exist but we haven't let's do it welcome to the carolina underground now your hosts mark and mike
1: yo 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 what's happening you have a lump we back <laughs> with the cocaine at the white house baby
2: oh have mercy we gotta start with that.
1: <laughs> hey, I guarantee you, Hunter Biden's ears picked up just like my ears pick up when I pick up a coffee cup and slosh it around, and it's got some of yesterday's coffee left in it.
2: <laughs> I am certain, but I mean, again, my thing is, it's like the, you know that, and that I saw this stuff about Charles Barkley wanting to or, or putting a scholarship in at a uh, or a uh, uh, university just for black kids and a guy tried to put in a scholarship just for underprivileged white kids okay and they shot it down now i could not possibly you know of course charles barkley's response was was to affirmative action being struck down now you know i could care less what what how or what charles barkley spends his money on but if they're going to give the, I mean, it needs to be equal opportunity. Again, it's just the whole thing of if you go into, you know, a, a winning basketball team and go, you know, there's just not enough diversity, you need more white kids on the basketball team, and most colleges are going to laugh you out of the room. True. You know, and it's just, these are just facts, you know, that these are just, just, just little realities that we live in that we completely turn a blind eye and a deaf ear to. Therein lies the problem. It just needs to be fair, in my opinion.
1: I think the concept of fair has eluded us for many years.
2: I would agree with that. you know, And, I, and again, I think that affirmative action was about as poorly handled as anything else that our federal government gets involved with. But I think it did some of its job. Okay, but unfortunately, the whole thing about the Department of Education is they want to. You know, it's like George Carlin said, they don't want you to be smart enough to know what they're doing. They want you just smart enough
1: to pay to taxes
2: sign, Yeah, to pay your taxes and go be a good worker bee, and that's what they're after. You know, it's a it's a sad, sad, sad world.
1: You know, I was reading the news, which don't happen very often for me anymore.
2: Yeah, I understand. I'm and right there was this you. lady.
1: She is a Russian lawyer, and uh, a journalist, and activist, or something, anyway, I don't know, she was attacked doing something in Chechnya, Chet, Chetchn- you know, one Chechnya. of over where them damn chipmunks is from, yeah. and they saying she got beat up and all this stuff, and I'm like, okay, I'm looking at her getting beat up, but why is her face teal? Did they throw dye on her or something? But her whole face and the top of her head is, I don't know if it's some kind of medicine or something, but I can't get past reading the story because she looked like a damn blame Smurf.
2: (laughs) Well, I imagine just like everybody else, Smurfs have a harder time overseas than they do here. Probably.
1: (laughs) I walked into the office this morning. I I had my Doc Martens on, you know, my work shoe of choice. Yeah. The ones made in England, not the ones made in China, because as everybody knows, China can suck the big one. Sure. And
2: um, kick the door open. You're just really trying to get the number of downloads (laughs) in the People's Republic of China to go up, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) They
1: love us. We don't believe in one China. We believe Taiwan is a separate country. But... um, I kicked the door open, and you know I, my hands been bothering me. I ain't any been in a good mood, which is surprising. After I talked to you yesterday, I thought I had been grumpy. <laughs> and, <laughs>
2: I just. Well, heard I'm it. not doing too good today either. I spent the whole day painting. So. Well, I
1: looked at the people they were sitting in there. I don't even know if I was in the right office, but yeah. I just had told them the first one that opened their mouth was fired. I didn't want to hear no excuses.
0: Hmm.
1: I don't even know if I was on my end of the building. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been so, one yeah. of them weeks.
2: I'm hearing you. I believe. Well, actually, I've had a good week because I've, uh, you know, I've kind of taken it off. And like I said, I spent the whole day painting. Used one of those uh, power painters, those uh, Wagner sprays. Oh wow!
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. And I'm in a small room and, uh, you know, doing it by myself, the only way to do it is push all the furniture in the room. And, I mean, again, there's a learning curve to work with the tool, but it does a pretty darn good job. But, you know, the big problem I had is I wasn't painting a significantly different color from what it was to begin with. And I had, uh, you know, I didn't have really good lighting in there, so, you know. There's some spots that, that need to be touched up a little bit, and I'll get to them later. But, uh, you know, I mean, can, other than that, it was pretty good. Go ahead.
1: Can I interest you in a copy of, of some software?
2: Uh, sure. Maybe. <laughs> we'll called, talk about that soon. It's sometime. called the
1: Unity Operating System.
2: What about it? Well, would you like to run it
1: on your machines?
2: Uh, I'll have to think about that at some other point. I'm not. Uh, I'd have to. I haven't looked at the Unity operating system. I'm well, assuming it's either a Linux variant. No, or a, no. A, I'm gonna stop you. It.
1: You don't want to look at it. All right. It's them damn Chinese trying to make their own OS.
2: Oh well. So
1: essentially, at- probably what they did was, is they took a copy of Linux, took the Penguins off on it, put that fat jowled heifer, Jiang Jing Jingping, whatever the hell his name is, on it. <laughs> and put him on there and called it a day.
2: Well, you know, I mean, again, that's how Linux came to be, was from Minix, which was uh, was Linus Torvalds wanted to rewrite Minix, which was the typical uh, operating system that students used and tweaked. And that's where Linux, Linux came from. So it's kind of open source. The, I don't the, use the, it the base anymore. Code. Yeah. But at any rate, I use that
1: slightly underpowered OS that all the
2: hipsters use. So you're talking about smackintosh.
1: Yeah. And uh, it serves my purpose.
2: Well, there you go. That's what you're supposed to do. Technically, on a
1: computer, I don't do nothing but check email and go to Pornhub. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> that may be in the TMI category there, but, <laughs> my, my friend, i got to tell you. Um, so, yeah, I was, uh, you know, I mean, yesterday when we were talking, that was a thing that, that had, you know, not to make light of of Hunter Biden's uh, stash being located in the White House or whoever's stash was located in the White House, and I really don't care. The only thing I care about is that... Betting people
1: have... To be blind. Well, the it's, odds are the people that make odds and do books and stuff like that are all betting that it's Hunter Biden's.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, he spent a a significant amount of time there and, you know, again, I'm not going to make fun of his addiction. I'm not going to, you know, jump up and down. But again, if this is, if this guy was on the street in an apartment building somewhere and they, you know, and had had two or three strikes, had had a, uh, 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 had lied to get a federal uh, application for a gun then inappropriately handled and threw the gun away <laughs> I mean, there's the guy you know no one is above the law unless they're a democrat or a member of the Biden family or the Clinton family or the Clinton or
1: the family. Obamas yep but I, I mean, found it, seems, I thought it was great. funny because you know of course all the memes come back out Sure. And I had forgotten. Back in the campaign, they called him Old Snort and Sniff. Snort, snort being sniff, the, yep. the Snort being the first crackhead Hunter Biden, and Sniff Ray. being the old pervert that smells all the young kids and tries to touch them inappropriately.
2: Right, takes showers with his daughter. Yeah, and uh, that's head. how he Take met
1: showers. Jill because his wife died, and she was a fifteen-year-old babysitter. Right, just kind of that whole family's weird. And then that video on TikTok comes out you got them all on the balcony and you can tell you know you know we, I'm you know I'm a Gen X.
2: I'm just telling Okay. Yeah. I
1: remember partying with cocaine when you asked so much you could build a snowman but you kind of grew out of it. And I'm going to be honest with you I saw that video and Hunter Biden's bouncing around off the top of the on the on the uh, thing and you know when somebody does cocaine what do they most normally do
2: well they get a little bit hyperactive
1: right and they wipe their nose incessantly Mm -hmm. and that's all he was doing on the balcony of the white house i believe it and when he stepped behind jill i'm not a hundred percent sure but his hands and stuff was coming to his face he might have been doing a key bump i don't know
2: it's entirely possible you never know I, you know, again, I I, I could, look, all I want is for justice to be blind. I want the same, you know, I mean, a man's got a minimum of five years in prison would have if his name wasn't Biden for all of the idiocy that he's done with his tax evasion and stuff like that. But, uh, Lord, you know, don't get me started. That, that was any. a dark
1: day in our podcast history. That day they were going to give him probation. Them rascals are going to give me 30 years. You're going to oh, get my okay. dander up
2: now. Well, that's why I didn't want to talk about this. (laughs) (laughs) But we can talk about the stuff. Well, I'll I'll tell you what.
1: I'll change this. We'll change gears. You know, I got my little baby dog that I love dearly. Yeah. And I'll just find out, just tell you, I've just been a dumbass. All right. I have not paid close enough attention to her treat stores. So we have run a little low. And we got the last bag of treats out of the bark box Mm -hmm. and we're down at the bottom of the barrel well not we're not now today some more was delivered but yesterday and the day before we had fishy bites from bark Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong because i love bark loved them so much i even bought stock in them good for you i must say i only buy stock in companies that i use because if i believe Mm -hmm. in the company enough to buy their product then i'll believe to put my money where my mouth is
2: Absolutely. I'm right there
1: with you. Well, these dad blame things when you open. First off, my hand hurts. Mm -hmm. And I'm not whining, but if anybody thinks that they can do what I'm doing while this is happening, put your hand under a bulldozer and back it up and forwards and backwards while you're trying to do something, and then tell me how good your hand feels and how good an attitude you have. Okay. But. So I can't open these dad-blame bags, you know, where you got to pull them. You know, they're hermetically sealed and all this crap. Right. So I'm having a hard time opening them. Well, I get them open, and you know, I, I can. You know, it's fish. It's salmon. Yeah. It don't smell good. No.
2: Well, not to us.
1: Well, right. Little baby dog, she loved it. But I'm gonna oh, tell you yeah. what makes it even worse, though, is not necessarily the smell. Well, it is the smell. When you te- put your little fingers in there, my little fat, stubby Jimmy Deans, and I mm. pick out two or three because they little, and I hand okay. them to the little baby dog, and then you close that pack up, that smell stays on your hands no matter how much you wash your hands.
2: Oh, I believe it.
1: And finally, I just had to get her interested in eating carrots. Hell, I was even going to go buy her ham, egg, and cheese biscuits as long as I didn't have to open that damn bag no more. <laughs>
2: so the salmon salmon scented treats are not big on your uh,
1: yeah it's, they're not just list. scented they got salmon in them I believe it I believe it but believe it. we went back to her magic morsels those are the ones she <laughs> really likes
2: well that's good they One are that you can tolerate as well right yeah
1: they're all oatmeal and mixed berries but you know you gotta look after the back the baby dog's bowel health I mean cause nobody wants baby dog to have diarrhea
2: that's a good point. Especially clean that stuff up. Amen
1: to that. Especially when the cleaner don't come, but once a week.
2: Hmm. I hear you. Cause that
1: n- n- nominates me, cause she ain't gonna clean it up.
2: No, nope, that is the truth. And I'm
1: referring that to is. baby dog, not the cleaner.
2: No, I know. I understand. I am right there with you.
1: And my wife made me mad.
2: Uh oh. What happened?
1: Well, That'd we be- was riding home the other day. And, you know, on Fridays, somehow I got into the habit of talking to my sister. All right. My sister lives out in probably the most backwards county south of West Virginia. Okay. And she has chickens and sheep and goats and I don't know what all else. I mean, they no, they I kill their own chickens. Yeah, I mean, oh, they my. you know, they raise their own chickens and all this stuff and they get the eggs and all this stuff. So I was talking to her, and she always, on Fridays when I talk to her, she walks me around and we have to talk to the chickens. All right. And she's got a chicken named Frazzle and a couple of other ones. Well,
2: why do you have to talk to the chickens? What does a chicken have that they uh, what what need does a chicken have for conversation? Just enlightening Well, I guess
1: it's trying to figure out how to get to the other side of the road. Hell, I don't know. I'm reckon. I, I guess don't. it's the same reason I sit here when I'm not talking to anybody else and talk to Baby Flossy Dog. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so right. I get off the phone. See, you had
2: to go to the chick. You had to go talk to the chickens. Go ahead. So I
1: call my wife and you know just just being one of them b words. Just just nasty. -hmm. Like she's PMSing, and if I known she hadn't done gone through the change, cause she's old as the hills, I'd have thought she was a PMSing that day. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But she just told me that you'd be better off just talking to them chickens. So you know what I did? I said, "Hold my damn beer." I hit the big red button that says "Hang Up" on the damn uh, uh, Apple CarPlay. I -hmm. ain't talked to the heifer since.
2: Well, what was the what was the problem, if I may be so bold, that you got that that she got her knickers knotted about?
1: I don't know. I guess she was breathing. Hell, I don't know.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I can't help you, my friend. I'm sorry. I, I don't have anything, any sage advice or or commentary based on that, uh, right. well, on that level of information. It's just
1: you know things just. I just don't like people. <laughs> and I mean, I really...
2: Sometimes they make like it people. difficult.
1: But <laughs> I do, we have figured out what happened to COVID.
2: Okay, hit me.
1: COVID has just detransitioned and went back to what it was born as. It now identifies as flu and influenza.
2: <laughs> All right, there's this a uh, scientific paper that you discovered this in? Or? Of course. All right. It's on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that scientific? Well, I, that all depends on what you read. I read a lot of stuff on Twitter that's pretty far out there. But, you know, it is about correct. It, We've uh, survived it another 4th of,
1: another fourth of okay. July.
2: Well, do you have all 10 digits?
1: I only got five right now. Five of them I can't move.
2: Well, yeah, but they're still there. So yes, they the are still thing. there. That's a successful 4th of July celebration when you come out with all the fingers that you went in with and you didn't set fire to any of the vehicles or anything like that. You didn't have any YouTubeable moments <laughs> during nah. the celebration. Nah, I, it was
1: just me and Flossie Dog. We I cooked yeah. me and Flossie Dog some hot dogs and we watched the Top Gun movies.
2: Well, I grilled uh, some uh, Mexican street corn Oh, that's sounds. Which turned good. out really good, and uh, found a good recipe for that, and I did uh, did a couple of uh, New York strip steaks and had them with my with my mama, and she. Oh, that uh, sounds good. Yeah, it was. It was good, and I took uh, Brussels sprouts and seasoned them. Mm-hmm. I over salted them a little bit, but then charred them on the. Grill hopefully, well. uh, I was gonna
1: say. Hopefully, you grilled them and didn't boil them. I don't like boiled Brussels yep. sprouts. I like them either baked or no. on the grill.
2: Yeah, I like them baked and, uh, well, I like them grilled and when they're charred.
1: And um, I believe it, it or not, I like them uh, better with corned beef than I do with cabbage with corned beef. Huh. There's a that. restaurant that we go to a lot for uh, up here. It's an Irish pub. Uh-huh. And they, you can get, they've got, the Brussels sprouts are amazing. And I always get the Brussels sprouts with the corned beef because they always let me substitute it. Even though it says mm-hmm. no substituting because they know that fat boy going to pitch a fit if they don't and just buy the two <laughs> damn plates and get the damn Brussels sprouts if he wants the Brussels sprouts. Right. So they they get me. So, of course, I also leave like a 200% tip too. So Sure. So it's, uh, tips, you know, they do, I don't mind tipping when the service is good and they do go a long way because I'm going to tell you, you can get by with a lot of shit when people know they get in their pocket line.
2: That's true.
1: You know. That is true. I have made an observation, though.
2: All right. Since the last time
1: you and I have discussed things. All right. And I want to kind of, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to ask you to see if you agree with something, if you remember this book. All right. Men are from Mars and women are from Venus.
2: I remember when that book came out and there was a big fluff about it, but I never read the book.
1: I didn't read it either. But, you know, I'm assuming Mars obviously is the god of war. Venus is the god of love. It's the difference, you know, the dichotomy of man and woman and how they interact.
2: Right. Back when we could define what a woman is. Oh, I can
1: still define it.
2: No, I I understand. I'm just, you know, bringing that. So if we. That's an ever present thought. Well, that's true.
1: But if we're using that logic of men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Right. I think we are safe to assume. That all the other genders are pulled out of somebody's Uranus, <laughs> more
2: likely than not.
1: But um, yeah,
2: I'm not a. I mean, again, that whole thing is is uh, justifying perversion, in my opinion. Um, and I mean, again, you, we we want to change the word for pedophile because that's you know apparently offensive to somebody.
1: Oh, we're and, changing
2: that word. Oh, yeah, they're now referred to as minor attractive persons, or they want to be. Maps hmm. is what they want to be called. And, you know, I'm sorry. I just
1: call them perverts.
2: Yeah, you're, you, you know, there's, I mean, when again, that's like, you know, dressing up in women's clothes when you're a man and then grinding your uh, parts in some kid's face and dancing the hoochie-coochie. You know, that's I mean, we've discussed this before. That's a, that's one of the places I absolutely have to draw the line. When you start messing with the kids, you know, that's when your blood pressure I
1: I can feel I can I can feel the heat emanating off of the microphones now.
2: Yeah. The blood pressure yep. is rising. Yeah, absolutely it can, but you know, again it's it's so absurd all of the stuff that they you know that that we consider to be normal now again. So what I what I had my blood pressure up about yesterday we were talking about that. So I call I get a call from the dentist's office and I'm like well you know I'm not going to be there or my you know at any rate blah 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 but my son's not going to be there I'm you know and and I got to know are you guys going to charge me another five hundred dollars out of pocket for my son and I to get our teeth cleaned because you're supposed to be on the insurance At any rate instead of being helpful the girl says well you know your deductible is 1500 per year i'm like yeah if i'm getting surgery but i well, can't believe you just said that to me you know how much I mean, does it
1: cost to get you last time i went it was like 60 bucks
2: that's what it should be if i'm just getting my teeth cleaned and x-rayed it should be you know 50 60 bucks max okay. i'll tell you what
1: i'll meet you halfway I'll right. meet you halfway between your location and the replica back cave up here. I'll bring some crest and a toothbrush, and I'll brush your teeth for you.
2: <laughs> well, no, this is a little heavier duty than that. Oh. Uh, you know, teeth cleaning, you know. Okay, well, I'll get some but,
1: double-locked sandpaper.
2: Well, the but the bottom line is, again, we only do this with the medical community and with the attorneys and then of course the politicians feel like that they have a direct line into in my pocket and your pocket to right. whatever they want. Right. Now so the end result is you go into a, a, a medical professional's office and then they just they're like, Okay, yeah, you know, we'll we'll run your insurance and we'll tell you how much it is after the fact.
1: Right. You
2: you don't do that with anything else. If you had a plumber, they're going to come in. They're going to say, it's going to be $180 to do this. It's going to be $500 to do that. Yep. And, you know, then you you say, okay, well, go ahead and knock it out. And if they reach a point where something is going to cost more, you know, oh, your subflooring is rotten. We didn't know that when we started and it's going to cause a problem here and there and you're going to have to do this. Do you want me to continue? But that's not how attorneys work and that's how how the medical profession works they just say oh well this is an estimate what we think we're going to do and we'll bill you later i think it should be
1: like the dad blame mcdonald's you walk in and there's a board that tells how much everything costs
2: absolutely but again this is the whole racket that the insurance companies and the medical industry have to ensure, I mean, because they basically just decided I wouldn't spend it enough, and so mm-hmm. they ramped up some charges and charged me out of pocket, oh. so that I'd pay it. And that's just it's just absurd it, to me. It's well, like, you know, you know just because you want me to spend money doesn't mean that I need to. I kind of had the
1: same problem.
2: Yeah. Um.
1: You know, I think I told you this before. I go to the doctor about every six months for my uh-huh. endocrinologist. Right, it's, you know it sucks getting old. Yeah, and well, it's uh, better than
2: the alternative, they tell me. Well,
1: they want you know they want you to get your blood drawn and get the blood checked and all this crap, and you know oh, that's great, I get it. But um, the place they were using, which is in cahoots with the doctor's office, if you go there where they normally make the appointment for you and send you, they charge you four hundred dollars to get the blood work done. <laughs> To yeah. where if you go to like LabCorp or somewhere like that, it's like a third of the cost. And I'm like, that just don't make no dab blame sense. The machines that you're checking it with, because they're not reading it. All they're doing is processing it. Hmm. The doctor, the endocrinologist is the one that's going to read it and tell me what the problems are. Or tell, well, I know, I I can tell you what the problems are before I don't need her to take my blood. I know what the problems are. I just don't need her to remind me what the problems are. Right. Because I have stayed at a Holiday Inn Express.
2: Well, there you go. But again, the point being that they shouldn't just, well, you know, hey, we want to shell some money over here to, to, to the university because there are buddies,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: so we're going to charge you an additional four hundred. But I'm, that's the kind of graft and corruption. That you well, have it,
1: but you know, costs. I you know, I used to, I was a systems admin for a medical practice, a large kind of semi medium sized medical practice, right? And that's essentially what they would do is, oh yeah, they would tailor the appointments around to how they had the game set up to how much the insurance, how often the insurance company would pay, right and then they tailored the office visit so by the time they're setting up your next visit your insurance company will pay for it whether you really oh, yeah. have to be there to have that particular thing or check up or whatever or not right and i knew then and you know it's just kind of i have never been one that goes you know to the doctor a lot i just right. don't
2: neither am I. Yeah, just it's don't not my re- thing either yeah i
1: mean i mean i understand they're great to have if something comes up but right. it's just running every time you get a dad blame sniffle i mean come on Pull your big no, boy I mean, britches up
2: yeah absolutely absolutely i agree completely all right
1: i watched the movie you told me to watch twice outstanding, outstanding. uh and i enjoyed it but and for anybody that wants to know that movie nefarious I don't care what you say it's well worth the $20 rental fee or whatever wherever you're renting it from.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh and if that movie if you don't watch that movie and I will say this most people when they see it think of possession and demon and stuff like that. This is not like typical Hollywood exorcism dem- demonic movie.
2: Yep, yeah, it's not like The Pope's Exorcist. Right. Well,
1: that was like more like Looney Tunes. Yeah, more like not like the the Exorcist where they got pea soup flying out of the mouth and the head goes all the way around, or that the Exorcism of Emily Rose. You know, the more graphic kind of shock you type deal. Right. This mm-hmm. one, when you're sitting there and you listen to this and you actually pay attention to what they're saying,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it it just floored me. I was just oh, gonna, yeah. that's why I had to watch it the second time and pay even closer attention to it cuz I'm like this is exactly
2: mm-hmm.
1: exactly what's happening.
2: Yep. Absolutely. I, I thought it was extremely well written, extremely well acted and directed. I thought I just uh, you know. Absolutely was that a, was that a big uh, a big studio that did that? No, I don't believe so. Um, it's a smaller. It's uh, if I remember correctly, it's the same folks that did um, Angel Studios that did uh, The Chosen.
1: Oh, okay. So this isn't, this isn't this isn't the same one that's done like uh, God's Not Dead and all that stuff. This is a different. No, it is. Oh, that's no, the yeah, same that's,
2: one. That's the same one that did God's Not Dead, I believe. Okay, but I didn't pay that much attention to the the I didn't pay that much attention to who it was that put it together because you know i i the content was just so well done i thought
1: oh well yeah i well i I was just wondering because you know you normally you can definitely tell this did not have the uh for lack of a better word nefarious touches of the Hollywood elite in it.
2: Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, which is one of the reasons I liked it so much is there was no, there was no poetic license to make it. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for to make it mocking to, right. to mock right. Christianity in it, and that's just not something that you get out of Hollywood at all. Uh, they have to. I mean, it's just in their DNA. They can't actually um, support. Again, that's the same for, for, for the entire liberal cause. You can't support Christianity under any circumstances because that's contrary to the uh, liberal doctrine, the state right. doctrine. And again, <clears throat> you know, they mentioned that and I believe it's out of Revelations. And do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Right. And that is a prediction. And that's kind of what they're trying to do. Oh, yeah, well, that's okay. If you are if you have the right politics, you can do everything that you want to. Now, again, it's one of those I look at, and I, I find it really intriguing that the Democrats regularly eat their own. Okay, Robert mm-hmm. Kennedy, Tulsi Gabbard. Um, let's see, who else have they completely... Uh, Benny, uh, Bernie Sanders has oh, been definitely. run over so many times. You know, now... I mean, on the one hand, I'm not a big fan of um, Bernie Sanders. He's an avowed socialist. Now, I've said it a million times the financial system that you're a part of really does not matter as long as the government has, you know, as long as your, your overarching government, be it local, state, federal, what have you, has the citizenry. And the best interest of the citizenry at, at you know at their heart, mm-hmm. or at least pretend to. And we used to tolerate it. It's like okay, I'm, we know you're doing money laundering. We know you're playing politics all the time, but don't shove a bunch of ridiculous claptrap down our throats. You know, keep our gas prices down, give us good roads, and we'll let you launder your money. Okay, and you can come out a billionaire on a 150k salary. Okay, but that's not what they do anymore. That 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 stuff happened. You know that that ended with the uh, with the fateful time when Nancy Pelosi said, "Now nah, you got to vote for it before we're going to tell you what's right, in the bill." Right. <laughs> no, that's not how this works. But that's how they did it, though. That's that's <laughs> oh absolutely.
1: That's the way that actually you know uh, that movie is actually based on a book called A Nefarious Plot.
2: Correct, yes.
1: And that has caused me to order said book, because I'm going to read the book and see what the book is.
2: Outstanding. Yeah, and I did watch The Pope's Exorcist as well, and that makes me want to read some of the books that the actual uh, father wrote, because that was one that well, now, a, a lot of poetic I, ha- I have to that.
1: ask you a question.
2: All right, ask me.
1: Did you pick up on that same thing about that dad blame motor scooter that I did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we the, had already talked about it. <laughs> oh, I know, but I'm like, that undoubtedly is the dumbest thing yeah. I have ever seen in my life.
2: No, I I, I agree. It was uh, it was challenging. But, you know, hey, there were there were some there were some more far more glaring errors or or components that had to be you had to push your ignore button on <laughs> than just the scooter.
1: Well, I was ruined. <laughs> that. The amphibious
2: scooter, I should say. No. Go ahead. Well, I
1: mean, not really. Because, you know, Italy, you can go up, you know, through the top of Italy and go through the bottom of France and to the, across the Alps. And I guess he was just following Hannibal's route with the elephants.
2: Which was okay till he had to go through the mountains. Well, I mean, you put it in four-wheel pull. Well, but I mean again, elephants' feet aren't ele- elephants' feet. Elephants' feet are not designed to walk on snow. They don't have snowshoes. Now ah. if they'd have been a woolly mammoth, I think it'd have been all right. But he had he had some trouble trouble getting Will- his woolly mammoths are hoe They
1: ain't done nothing but glue hair ape hair on a on a elephant.
2: <laughs> all right. We can go with that if you'd like to. <laughs> I'm well, not, hey, uh, that's as, as
1: close to science as Anthony Fauci had for two years.
2: Well, that's true. There's truth to that. too. And, uh, but yeah, I'm pretty sure they. I'm pretty sure they had wo- woolly mammoths and mastodons because we got the bones. What's the difference? Uh, mastodons were bigger. They lived earlier, and they were tropically evolved. No, so they were. Similar to the elephants that we have today, but they like scooped up roots and stuff out of the swamp.
1: Were they hairy too, or
2: no? They weren't hairy. Well, even modern day elephants are, are. they've got hair all over? Them, okay, but they just don't have a whole lot of it because they don't need it. You know, so and yeah, they uh, probably cause
1: yeah. a global warming because you know well, they live down be. into hot places. Which they said be. that the 4th of July was the hottest day ever in a couple hundred years.
2: Well, but when... Okay, so within a couple hundred years. All right, so again, if you go back to the Maunder minimum was the last mini ice age that we had. That's when uh, all of the wood that they make Stradivarius violins out of was well, grown. I'm going to be honest with you. smaller. Go ahead.
1: I wouldn't have a problem with the ice age now. <laughs> I'm <laughs> well, sweating.
2: Yep, I have no doubt. But, I mean, again, it's one of those where we, we, we had an unusually cool and wet spring. And so, then it turned summer. So, normally, we would have been dealing with this this kind of heat, what, since about, ah, about mid-April, you know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe early May. So, you know, we would have acclimated more to it. But, again, that we spend all of our time in air-conditioned houses, so we don't really acclimate that much anymore. That's true. Not like we used to. But did you Before say, you know,
1: well, um, that amusement park that's between me and you?
2: Uh-huh. What about it?
1: Well, did they surround-wrapped one of the poles on one of their roller coasters that cracked in half? <sighs>
2: Ah, saran wrap is probably not uh, the best fix for that. <laughs> Evidently,
1: over the weekend or at some point, there was. Um, I think it's the what was it? Fury, Fury three twenty five roller coaster. One of the okay. supports, it comes in kind of like a. Comes up toward it's up one of the at one of the top parts. You and I, I actually saw a park guest spotted it. Uh It was actually cracked in half. And when the roller coaster, you can see the roller coaster track coming around and it's just moving freely.
2: Right. I saw that. I did see that. And I probably changed the channel because I didn't care. (laughs) It's been a while since I've gotten. Hey,
1: I was down at the Myrtle Beach back when, um, you know, back when it was cool with Mother Fletcher's and the Magic Attic and all that stuff. When the roller coaster come off the dad blame track. Oh, boy. I wasn't on the roller coaster. But I was down yeah. there. I was at the Bowery. Uh-huh. Being 21 or being gone, genius. And I was sitting in there and There you go. That's what we do here, man. You sit here and geniusing. I fault poor schmucks don't have enough sense to listen to us.
2: <laughs> I thought we had some followers. Oh, I'm followers.
1: Talk, not talking about our listeners. I'm talking about oh. the schmucks in Washington and Raleigh and uh what's the capital of south carolina <laughs> columbia columbia that's it. it left me left me there for a minute i ain't <sighs> on my air set today
2: i got you yeah no i I that's kind of the problem they don't make anywhere near as much money if they listen to you and me as they do if they listen to jeff bezos and george soros and bill gates and that much you know if was it you remember.
1: and i that was talking about the new top gun movie We talked
2: about it, but I'm not sure. Somebody said, well, I mean,
1: somebody, I can't can't remember who it was, but somebody said that they thought it was referencing Iran.
2: They might have been. Well, I
1: can't remember who said it, but I mean, I was like, I didn't know Iran had snow. I thought it was in that part where it's just like a
2: desert and stuff. Well, I mean, again, even in the deserts, you still got you know a lot of them have mountains that have snow on top of them and stuff like that i mean they get some water in the desert the desert's not
1: well i I figured it was russian because of like what was that uh was it uh one of the rambo movies where it had a great great big huge that made like 30 of the hueys that had all these bombs and machine guns on them because it had one of those in it i figured it was russian
2: Well, the Russian attack, and I can't remember what the name of it is, but I know exactly what you're talking about, but the Russian attack helicopters, they used them in Red Dawn, and they're big, monstrous. Oh, yeah, they're massive. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, again, it's just a mean-looking bird. They uh, tend to use it a lot. Well, I mean, the Apaches, they, they they look leaner, but they don't look as mean i mean that thing's a flying tank it's like the warthog but go ahead you well it wouldn't ta-
1: it won't take out airwolf
2: well that's true i think they made airwolf up
1: i've watched airwolf it fly it was on tv they ain't no way they made that
2: up <laughs> why they, would they lie to me i mean they got that. the
1: greatest theme song ever
2: yeah yeah,
1: yeah. it's just amazing but it's like that helicopter in that movie, though. I mean, you could fit, like, the whole town my office is in inside that helicopter. <laughs>
2: it's just amazing. <laughs> it does look mass. that way. Yeah. They've but, got quite a bit of firepower on those things, too. Air-to-air missiles, 60-caliber machine guns, big old hawking. They're an intriguing bird. And, you know,
1: I've been thinking about something else. You know, on the lighter side, it ain't really got nothing to do with all this other bullshit. Um, I wanna th- I've want i been thinking about lightsabers a lot here lately. All
2: right.
1: Because, yeah, you know, I do make 3D stuff and animations and stuff like that. And I've been on a Star Wars kick here lately like, because I'm working on a story about Grey Jedi I think okay. I told that why I'm doing that, because they told me to shut up and put my money where my mouth is and all this garbage. So right. I decided to do it. But anyway, you see these pictures of lightsabers, right? Now, when you hit the button yeah. on the lightsaber in the movies, the blade comes out and it's light, yes. right? Okay.
2: Well, plasma. Plasma. What, but go ahead.
1: So when they whack each other, it gets real bright and sparks go everywhere, right? How come is it when they turn the blades off, and they hold them, smoke don't come out of the end of that thing? But if they get killed and it's laying on the ground, smoke comes out of the end of the lightsaber after the blade's been turned off.
2: Well, I can't tell you. Again, being that it's a fictitious weapon, because you'd need a compl- you'd need a compact nuclear reactor to produce <laughs> the level of of. Uh, energy you'd need to create that sort of plasma stream that would uh, ancient alien says
1: that we have it already
2: really now that one i've missed i i enjoy that uh series immensely um you know I, I mean i don't believe that everything is attributable to ancient aliens but yeah i watched a little bit about that and uh it's really astounding the uh mesopotamian um Chronicles, if you will, talking about there being twelve planets in the uh, in our solar system, and they count the Earth as the seventh planet. They're counting from one that's way out in the in the uh, ring, and there's evidence that that actually. I was watching some folks that were talking about. Yep, there's evidence that there's actually a planet there. Oh wow. Mathematically, it's supposed to be there, and then they talk about Nibiru, which is where the Anunnaki supposedly came from, um, and that it is supposed to be on an orbit that brings it into the solar system every 366,000 years or something like that. And it, we're supposed to be about due to see Nibiru uh, rear its head and mm. come through the, uh, according to this, and they, they you know, again, they, there's people out there that say the math checks out for that as well. But there's also people out there that say the Earth is flat and is a disc. So you've been talking you to my wife. can't believe everything you see. <laughs> I have not, I
1: That's exactly what she says. She says that there's an ice wall, and nobody really goes around in a circle because she's batshit crazy. Yep,
2: yeah, and again, it's one of those things that really that argument does not change anything in my life. So I don't, I just stay out of it and I let them, they can think whatever they want to think. I'm going to think what I want to think and let everything make the sense to me that it does, you know?
1: Well, people's crazy. Yeah. They're just, they're just crazy. Yeah. And sometimes you just look at somebody and you scratch your head and you're like, what in the world was he thinking? Or she thinking as the case
2: may be and. If you're not there to ask, are you sure you really want to? You really sure you want to do that? <laughs> right. Are you positive? This are is gonna you be sure? on you. All right, hold on. I'm gonna open a beer <laughs> <laughs> and sell popcorn because this is getting That's ready it.
1: to get good. That's I right. Think we have gotten some bad news. uh Oh. And I know you're gonna be broken hearted because I just wanted you to know that. Um, I had put out feelers about getting you on a trip down to see the Titanic with Ocean Gate. Me? Well, I mean, you into science and shit. I figured you'd enjoy it.
2: I but, don't particularly want to do that. I spent enough time in a sausage tube underwater. With well,
1: <laughs> they have suspended operations at Ocean Gate.
2: Oh, I'm so surprised.
1: And it's like, it's so sad because they were going to have a hellacious sale on that. It wasn't going to be, you, it was going to be like 10 bucks.
2: <laughs> because nobody else is going
1: to pay a quarter of a million dollars.
2: Well, I'm not sure what, I mean, again, I'm kind of just sitting here waiting to see if they decide to rebuild the darn thing. I mean, again, the bottom line is that using I, Well, uh, here's the thing, fiber, I, don't,
1: I don't think they're going to rebuild it. Now, here's, I'm going to tell you why. And I don't it, think you're going to see lawsuits and stuff like that for the simple fact that since this has happened, there's no viable business path for them to continue in existence because nobody legitimately is going to do business with them as a tourist.
2: Oh, yeah. there now, is yeah. The
1: company's done.
2: Well, you know, again, people are stupid. You never know what they're going to do. Yeah, and, and, and five
1: of them just got crushed to death about yep. two miles down in the Atlantic.
2: Right. But there's still people that would probably pay to do that. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not kidding. I'm sure that there's still somebody out there that's willing to pay, and that's a. If you got people that are willing to pay, that's a pretty good chunk of money, you know. Well, but, I mean, but, see, yeah. I,
1: here's the thing: I wouldn't mind going down there and seeing it. Right. I I, I understand the allure of that. What yeah. I don't understand is, and you know, I you know me for a fact: I'm not a science guy. Okay. I mean, I like you. Know, I'm not as into science or as well versed in science or scientific principles as you are.
2: Well, I appreciate that. That's kind of you.
1: But, but, I mean, I'm smart enough to know that you're talking, the average human body has like, tw- like well, what, 20, how many, squ- like X amount of square feet, right? Sure.
2: Well, there's a, yeah, there's a calculation for it. I don't have it off the top of my head.
1: Well, right. I yeah, there, but, I mean, the calculate. I think it come up too, to where, like, at 400 atmospheres, which is where the Titanic is, you're right. looking at like 7 million pounds of pressure on yep. the human body. And I'm smart enough to know... Well, it's
2: on the pressure hole. Well, no, no, no. If you put that pressure on the human body, it's going to crush you like a grape. Like it, it did, because
1: I'm because yep. the pressure hole didn't hold. Right. But I'm smart enough to know, even working, seeing carbon fiber like in air dams and stuff like that on cars uh-huh. carbon fiber once it's out and exposed to stuff it's only yeah. good for so long it's right. not going to hold its mold it's going well, to yeah
2: that's it's like 3d printers which are essentially composites right and in in composites they're strong in one direction uh much like ceramics are but if you twist them Against the grain, they have no strength and they just right. shatter because they can't hold on to each other. So, I mean, again, that's the whole thing that uh, you know that you that you wind up with. So, and and it doesn't give you a lot of warning when it's about to crack. That's why you don't see a huge amount of composites other than your standard fiberglass mm-hmm. um, in aircraft because you've got to have something that you can see when you do a visual inspection so that you know because there were, you know, we we had that problem with metal fatigue early on in uh, in aviation history. Uh, There was a a flight out in Hawaii where the whole top of this, I believe it was a 707 back in that time frame where the whole top of the uh, airframe just ripped off. Oh, wow. And all the passengers are sitting there, you know, at 25 30,000 feet.
1: In a and a convertible. Course the,
2: yeah, in a convertible. And of course, the problem is there's no oxygen mask because the top of the plane is gone. <laughs> so, they're just kind of sitting there, you know, put the damn top down. What's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, rate, so that's why you have to go through the annual inspections and stuff like that. And you can do that with... Uh, you know, aircraft grade aluminum and stuff like that, you're gonna see where it's work hardening or, you know, things like that. But with with carbon with a composite, you just don't get the warning necessarily. You might see a crack. If you see a crack, then it's like whoop well yeah, but gotta at, at that point thing.
1: if you see the crack Yeah. Yeah, it's way too late. You're pretty much anyway. done. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I think what they while I applaud them trying to Expand technology and something. Do you think maybe you should have tested it doing a little bit shallower or something instead of trying to go two and a half miles down?
2: Yeah. Again, you know, because like, for, let's, let, let's use place. for
1: let's use in contrast. It took them what like between two and five years to build this sub, right?
2: Yeah.
1: James Cameron, who has dove the Titanic no less than thirty some times who's Uh probably pretty much one of the most famous people that have dove it and is intimately aware of the dangers at
2: depth. Absolutely, yeah.
1: It took him seven years to design and build the submersible that he took that was considerably deeper than the Titanic, where he went to the Mariana Trench. Right. And it's just like even looking i'm gonna be honest with what they told me and i read that that submarine was made out of carbon fiber i thought it was a joke
2: yeah no i agree i i thought that was absolutely absurd now they did make the end caps out of titanium with a but
1: with a glass window that was only rated for 4,800 feet
2: now that i didn't know yeah that's intriguing and
1: it was held together by 17 they were bolted in
2: right yeah we talked was
1: 17 that. bolts that's just crazy but anyway yeah we're back around if you're listening to us you're one of the smart ones if they're not listening to us in the words of michael whitehall fuck off
2: and that's well, how will how will they know to fuck off if they're not listening to us Mike there's a problem there. we'll take out a
1: ad on Twitter
0: because oh, we got go.
1: Twitter there and we got email and we got all this other stuff so if you have a question yeah. or something send it in because we like talking about different stuff we're trying to get together and get back our I guess our initial love was not necessary politics it's just you being kind of right conspiracies and woolly boogers but you just kind of get overwhelmed by all this bullshit, and sometimes it gets like you're in the middle of a bad novel.
2: Yep, because and of it's the twenty-four hour news cycle, and it just keeps coming. By, yeah, it's controlled by five global corporations, you know, and it's it's just it's out of control. It all is. All this stuff needs to be. And on. with
1: that said, my pain pills are wearing off. I'm going to go get drunk now because my hand hurts, (laughs) and I don't want to be cognizant of the fact that I'm in the world right now until my hand gets a little bit better. And that is the snout to the curly tail and everything in between, and we gone.
0: You've been listening to the Carolina Underground. Our passion is to talk about technology, history, media, politics, and how it's all changed over the years and affects our daily life as Gen Xers. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Twitter at Carolina UND GRND. hit the website at www.thecarolinaunderground.com. And if you've got questions or comments, send an email to info at thecarolinaunderground.com. Stay Gen X strong. See you next time on the Carolina Underground.